Welcome to The Real Deal, the podcast where we have honest conversations about leadership, mindset, and real estate with first gens. I'm your host, Wendy Acosta, and I'm a first gen myself. In this podcast, I'll share with you my journey, my challenges, my successes, and my failures. I'll also interview other first gens who are making an impact in the leadership and real estate industry and beyond. Whether you're a first gen or not, you'll find valuable insights, tips, and inspiration in this podcast. So sit back and enjoy the real deal. Hi everyone, hola amigos. I'm so excited that you guys are joining me today. For this episode, I get to interview my really good friend, Giselle Quintanilla, who I've had the great opportunity of getting to know for the last couple of months now. Giselle Quintanilla is a mother, author, speaker, and entrepreneur. She is the author of the book, Armed and Purpose, the Five Principal Truths to Discover Your Purpose. Giselle is the CEO and owner of Ready Writers Services, LLC, where she offers writing, editing, Spanish translation, self-publishing, and book branding for inspiring authors. She is also able to provide services to the Latino community along with her team in providing equal legal access and protection through her business within PPLSI. I get so inspired every time I get to talk to Giselle. I'm so excited to have her with us today. Here it is, guys. Welcome, Giselle, to the Wealthy Mindset Latina podcast. I'm so excited to have you. I finally have the privilege to get you on here. I know we we have been contemplating on getting you on, and I'm just so glad that we are kicking off this year with you. I'm excited to be here, right? Be on here with you. I'm super excited. Thank you. I'm honored. And I think it's, um, I'm listening to everything you're saying, and I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, yes. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yes. Um, I just would love for you to expand a little bit on what your business is and a little bit more of of where you come from as well as your background. Uh, my parents were were they are Peruvian, so we're from Peru, South America. Um, I was born here, but my parents, you know, my my generation, they didn't let you speak English at home. And so, you know, people ask me like, which one was your first language? I don't really know which one was my first language. <laughs> Because to be honest, almost like I learned them simultaneously. And so uh, so I'm grateful for that, right? Because I'm fluent in Spanish and, you know, I do very well in English because part of my, so my business, um, I help writers and authors, uh, people who want to write books. I help them with their books. I do editing and help them get established with self-publishing, marketing, you know, just anything that has to do with publishing their books. So that is my first business, Ready Writer Services, LLC. And um, the second one, the second business, because I am a full-time entrepreneur and I have a huge entrepreneurial spirit, you know that, Wendy. Uh, My second business is Legal Shield and ID Shield. I provide access to legal services and I'm very passionate about that just again with my upbringing coming from a Latino, you know, uh, family, Hispanic family and seeing 
just some of the things and scenarios, right, uh, where we could have used an attorney or we could have used access to the justice system and the legal system. And so I'm excited to be able to share resources with the Latino community with regard to, you know, anything they need from starting a business, you know, to, because we're doing that now, to purchasing a home, right? Because Latinos are now more like, yeah, we want to purchase homes, we want to purchase real estate properties, investment properties. Um, you know, we want to start businesses. We want to do these things, right? Because we have okay. the ability to do that now in this country. So I love being able to give that, um, that access to the justice system and the legal system so we can do it the right way. Exactly. Yeah, I love that. Um, I love how you, you know, you're adding value to the Hispanic communities that, you know, that are typically not very well informed. I, I am one of those. Obviously, I, when I found out about the services, I mean, I didn't even know it was that easy. I always kind of saw it from a different perspective. But um, being being part of PPLSI and having your own business, can you um, can you tell us how that was for you transitioning into um, entrepreneurship um, uh-huh. and jumping into these uh, spaces? You know, where sometimes we kind of self doubt ourselves. And can you tell us a little bit of how? how you transition and how how did you know you were ready because it can be a little intimidating going into business right yeah so I started um just to give everybody an idea I started ready writer in 2018 so I started in 2018 but I was still working so like I still had a job um and so you know I was doing it kind of part-time and and what was happening is I was seeing the shift of people increasing and the need increasing in my business. And I was at a point where I'm like, do I leave my job and just focus on my business, Mm -hmm. knowing that there really isn't a whole lot of stability, right? Because there's not. Entrepreneurship is not stable. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. But what I, um, I had to, and it was hard, but I had to step out. Because I knew that this was my passion. And when you say, you know, how'd you know you were ready? I, I did not know. <laughs> I really didn't. And so for the entrepreneur out there who's like, you know, am I ready? Am I not? Should I? You will never know. Like, you know, the, the weather will never be perfect, right? Exactly. Um, so, you know, I'm a Christian, right? So I'm taking that straight from Bible in Ecclesiastes where it says, don't farmers don't wait on the weather. They sow. And so we're not to wait on whether we're ready or not. We have to know when it's time to go. And um, so my season at my job was ending and I had to just go ahead and go straight into, I'm going to work this and it's either going to be, you know, great or (laughs) it's going to fail. Yeah. But it hasn't, clearly. I'm grateful because it's actually grown and so much so that I can integrate it with my other business and I offer it to my clients, right? Because they have a need um, for legal access with PPLSI. And so I do both. And so transitioning for me was understanding that it's a season to go, to move, right? To move. But then um, being willing to work on this one thing and then keep growing and adding, keep growing and adding and learning, right? Because we have to keep learning. And so it was cool because 
And as I was able to also integrate my second business and kind of marry the two um, outside of, you know, when I when I speak to Latino community about it, um, it, I was I've actually grown in this business, too. Right. So now I'm taking on two different leadership roles in the same business as well. So, you know, I represent Southern New Jersey because I'm from New Jersey. So I represent Southern New Jersey and PPLSI. And I also am in Legal Shield and Espanol in the council. And so I love that because you're never really ready. I always say that uh, when it comes to leadership, I always say leaders don't find situations. Situations mm-hmm. bring out leaders. Exactly. That's, that's how it works. It's not It's not people going, hey, let me look for it, right? It's right. situations make that demand on you. And, and the leader in you comes out based on circumstances. I mean, you're definitely like a great example of leadership with everything that you're doing and just providing the services through the legal system through PPLSI. Um, I think that, that that's just amazing how you're putting out value out there. You know, we just have to be able to recognize when certain circumstances in our lives are not serving us anymore to step out into just jumping out in the water and like learning how to swim. Cause I don't, yeah, I don't even think there is a perfect time inner critics kind of always going to be there, but just, just going through it, going through the motions, regardless. Um, I think that's, (laughs) that's how you learn. Like there's no way to learn. There is no way for us to prepare for the mistakes that we're going to make or the situations we're going to face unless we're in it, you know? So you can't be like, well, what if this happens? What if that will drive ourselves crazy doing that? We're, we gotta, and we're going to make mistakes. Then we're going to learn from it and we're going to move on. That's how it works. I think that being um, a Latino, a lot of the times, like our families are um, fed into us to stay safe and probably not not take so many risks. How is that with your own, um, you know, with your own family? And I know you have kids, too. So (laughs) I will say. So I have to say, so I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to actually say it in a few things. So when I first started my business, again, I'm born on year five. And, uh, but before that I did other things, like I did other and they were, did not work. Like I ran my own home. Uh, I think I told you I ran my own home-based daycare that <laughs> did not work. Um, I, I tried a transportation business that did not work. Like I, you know, you, you have to be able to be willing to take risks before you can find that thing. That's your thing. That is what you're supposed to do. And there are multiple things, right? Because, you know, we can do multiple things. Right. So um, so when I first started, my, my I laugh because my, my parents, <laughs> my dad especially was like, well, how, what are you going to do? Like, are, are you sure? How's, how's it going to work? And I'm like, the typical dad, right? The typical Hispanic Latino dad. And so, so because I always grew up, get a job, have a stable paycheck, you're yeah. good. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to be okay. You know, I'm, I'm going to do this. And uh, so to this day, my dad, not so much. But other family members, my mom doesn't do it anymore either because she sees me on social media. She sees what I'm doing. My, my my aunt, my one aunt still does. She'll still say, you know, hey, how's that? You know, how's that uh, book thing? How is that going? Are you okay? How's work? Yeah. And still call it work, which is really nice. 
you know, oh, how is that still, you know, yeah. going on? Why does it still work? And I'm yeah. like, it's good. It's great. It's going oh, great. great. It's science and, you know, it's, um, it, I, I never lacked, right? So the nice thing is now they get to see that shift, right? The shift in culture and mindset, cultural yes. mindset. And so they see it. So what I love about this though, is now I'm seeing my cousins. So my younger cousins, I have one who started her tax accounting business because she's an accountant. She wow. was working with somebody else. Now she's doing her own. So she's her own firm, tax accountant, right? Right. Uh, accounting uh, firm. And then I have another one, her sister in Florida opened up their food truck, her and her husband. Nice. Food truck. And I'm, I'm look at what you did. Husband. Like I'm loving this shift in generations, yes. right? Because my younger cousins, they're not that much younger, but they're younger. And so what I love too, is now I see my kids, right? So like they get to see that mm -hmm. I don't, and, and again, there's nothing wrong with a nine to five. I never, I never condemn that. You could have your nine to five. There's a reason, you know, we still need people, right. To do those jobs, to do those things. Um, but even when you have your nine to five, you can have a backup. You can yeah. have another entrepreneurial, you know what I mean? On the side, entrepreneurship on the side while you're working your nine to five, there's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. Some of us are just born to be full-time entrepreneurs and that's it that, you know, right. And and that's me. Exactly. I am the full time. I don't want to, you know, I don't want anybody's W two. I don't want. I don't you know. Like I like the <laughs> I like my I, my own boss. Yeah. Like, so um so it's it's nice though to now see my kids in their mindset mm -hmm. and this new generation, this Gen Z, right? There's yeah. something else. Yeah. But this new generation of of um Latinos who are woke, you know, yes. like they're the, you know, how can I work smarter? How can I make passive income? How can I comp uh, uh, compound interest, right? Yes. Interest. I mean, they, they're, they're woke. Like, yes, they are. <laughs> I feel like our generation, I'm a millennial. So I feel like our generation is kind of, it's, that was our responsibility. Exactly. Hey, you don't have to just work, you know what I mean? Or you can do other things. You don't have to just do a nine to five. You can do a nine to five, but do other things, right? Exactly. Expand it because um, because we're promised multiple streams of income. And if the pandemic taught us anything, it's that we need those. You need to have other forms of making an income. Exactly. 100% with you right there, um, Giselle. Um, I think just the mind, mindset shifts between where our parents were staying in that constant survival mode and yeah. where we're at now, where we are literally in a like limitless amount of possibilities, as long as we are right. Um, you know, as long as we position ourselves to be able to take in these new opportunities, but 
like like you you know I felt like even in my nine to five I still was always looking into like I just had an entrepreneurial spirit like you like I just knew I want I wanted to do more and I wanted to like create something of my own um so I love that and I yes the the new generation I think that what we are doing as you know, moms, but also role models to our children, and they're taking up on what what they're seeing. So, you know, and then hearing a lot of your other family members, you really have inspired them. You never know who, you know, who may be looking up yeah. to you. And that's awesome. Yeah. And then, that they're starting their own passions as well. Right. I think that we are, as a generation, we have a responsibility to be trailblazers in whatever that is, right? But right. that's our responsibility. So it might be entrepreneurship. Um, mm-hmm. It might be just, you know, in wealth management. Yeah. It might be in in whatever it is, right? It just we have that responsibility to open up those roads. Because, right. because in reality, Wendy, they were so, you know, they were open for us in some way, shape or form. You know, exactly. um, I had in Peru, I had an, <laughs> I had an aunt, uh, well, she's still alive, so I have an aunt, but she has a little, like a little bodega in her home because the houses there, you know, the houses are different in our country. So like her garage <laughs> was actually converted to a store. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, yeah. yeah I remember, <laughs> so I remember going because my parents would take me to Peru every year mm-hmm. and I remember going and I would love working in her store. I mean, measuring the rice, measuring the sugar. (laughs) That's probably when you fell in love. Like, I love this. I love this whole, yeah. I just want to sell stuff. Environment of, yeah, of selling. Exactly. I'm going to go ahead and start wrapping it up. Giselle, I appreciate it. I, I know I can talk to you for forever, <laughs> but I wanted to finish with a question. Um, just, just so that we kind of get a better understanding of, of how you stay motivated to continue to lead a team and just continue to show up, you know, with so much going on. Um, how, what do you do to stay motivated? Yeah. So, well, the first thing I will say is it's so important to remember your why. Like, why are you doing this? Why did you start? Why are you getting up every morning? Why am I, you know, doing the what, what I'm doing and contacting people, even when I don't feel like doing it? And so remembering your why and developing discipline will help you stay motivated because yeah. motivation is a feeling. It's fleeting. It could come and go. So I don't always feel like doing the things that I do. But when you have discipline and you yes. remember your why, that's when you keep going. Yeah. It's the discipline, because that's yes. your behavior, your action that helps you. And then you remember why you're doing this. And now you're motivated again to just keep going. So I would say, remember your why, develop discipline. I love it. Yes. You're adding nothing but great information. And, and I mean, you're changing your family's lives already. Um, you're a big inspiration to the community. I love looking up to you all the time. I know we we've connected uh, previously, and yeah. as soon as we we met, like I felt like I knew you already. <laughs> I felt like I had known you for years. <laughs> so I think that's just <laughs> it's just yeah, such an amazing opportunity to be able to to talk to you. Um, anything else that you want to close out with? Um, 
that you want to share with with the listeners today? No, just whoever's listening. If you're, you know, if your heart is entrepreneurship or if you're thinking of something, just get it done. Just do it. Definitely do it. Go for it. Don't wait. Step forward. Um, and I think that, you know, just just continuing to press through, right? Little by little. It's progress, not perfection. So exactly. um, that's what we focus on. And so yes. I just want to thank you though, Wendy, you're amazing. <laughs> I love seeing you just kind of get into all of it. Everything you do with your podcast, with your coaching, your businesses. Yes, thank you. It's my honor and privilege to work with you. Thank you so much, Giselle. Thank you for listening to The Real Deal Podcast with me, Wendy Acosta. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and learned something valuable that you can apply to your own life and business. If you like this podcast, please remember to subscribe, rate, and review it on your favorite platform. It really helps me reach more people and share my message. You can also follow me on social media and visit my website for more resources and tips on how to become a successful real estate leader. Until next time, remember you are the real deal and you have what it takes to achieve your goals. Stay positive, stay focused, and stay tuned for the next episode of the Wendy Acosta Real Deal Podcast. Bye for now.